Yeah, uh, good morning. Uh, You've at the halfway point. It is uh, Wednesday here on the KCO Day radio program, and tomorrow's February, and that's a short month. So uh, you can, uh, in much shorter order, be like, where's the time gone? Uh, But uh, we'll get there tomorrow. For now, uh, we got more than enough to round out this very first month of 2024, and everything's going great. Oh, hunky-dory, man. You know, we got uh, we got a group of uh, migrants who uh, pummeled uh, NYPD officers near Times Square yesterday or the other day, and then yesterday they released them with no bond. Like, if we can't agree those dudes need to go, especially the one dude who uh, he has this charge, and then uh, also uh, two robberies with force or robberies with violence, however they, they do it up there. Of uh, a Macy's and a Nordstrom's near Times Square because he got all day. He's got nothing to do. The ringleader here, so he goes in there, grabs something he wants, and uh, for good measure, beats the crap out of the uh, store security guy. In both instances, no bond. So uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's going to end well. And then they just overrid some vetoes. They're doing some stuff in uh, for the NYPD, where they now have to document every interaction, uh, but not in the way that they normally would. Like if you're a detective working on something, or you're an officer trying to gather information to figure out the hell happened somewhere. Uh, in this instance, every interaction with the public is a separate piece of documentation. It's pretty thorough, and it is on the officer's perception of that person's gender, age, and race. And uh, and then descriptions as to justify why, so that they can monitor whether they are talking to more people of one race than others. Which, and I looked... I'm not sure how that works if you are if you're if you're an NYPD officer and you patrol Harlem or Crown Heights or you patrol I don't know well I guess uh, maybe uh, near Central Park it probably be I'm trying to think of the uh, the largest divide there or racial breakdown I don't know how that works cuz like Feasibly, if you're doing neighborhood patrolling and you're in a neighborhood that's 70% uh, minority, I feel like that you're going to have an outsized number of run-ins. But uh, the city council members like, yeah, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. No, nah, it's nothing. So uh, I would expect, uh, in very short order, uh, Ross will be getting some more New York uh, accents on our call-in line as uh, some of those officers get the hell out of there, and I don't blame them. That's crazy, but not as crazy as this. Uh, this uh, this is something. This is up in Pennsylvania. All right. Uh, there are things you can do, and there are things you can't do on stream. Correct? And, and in fact, it's an ever-changing landscape as uh, we just went through. I don't know if there's a name for it. We just went through all of this this weirdness where women just want to figure out how much of their breasts they could get on stream. And it, it took a lot of paths. Like you had 
You had streamers that were doing this thing where they had the camera level right at cleavage and almost down, although they were wearing something uh, that covered it, but it didn't look like it, so it's theater of the mind. Uh, Then you could have, what, artistic? There was some artistic thing, and then women were painting their bodies. Like, I don't even know where it's at right now. Where is it, Ross? Can you paint? You can just paint your top and stream now, or did they? Nah, they, they that? Yeah, they, that's not a thing anymore. Okay, they came. Out, they quickly said, "Wow, this was out of control. We cannot trust you guys. We do, we do a one eighty on that one." All right, so you can't you can't do uh, body paint. You can't uh, do the body paint otherwise. Okay, uh, can you still do the I hot tubs? I think you can. Maybe they changed it again. I think the hot tubs are fine. The hot tubs are fine. Can you? As long uh, as you're wearing a bathing suit. Right. No. 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 Under. Under. Understood. Um. Um, can you, um, can you do a stream holding your father's severed head? Uh, I would probably say that I would probably go against TOS. Okay. I'm not, honestly, I'm not sure. I would, I, I would hope so. Hear me out though. Like, cause everything is people trying to find loopholes. What if, what if you're doing, uh, what if you say you're doing Hamlet? Cause there is, right. right you can't whole... be against Shakespeare. Yeah. 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 Is it Hamlet? Is it Hamlet or Macbeth? Hamlet's the one where he's holding the the dad's skull, right? Okay, I, I'm not sorry. I'm not a Shakespeare expert, uh, but this wasn't it. Uh, according to authorities, 32 year old Justin Moan was arrested and charged with murder in Pennsylvania hours after uh, going online and uh, ranting for 14 minutes while holding his father's severed head. Uh, Moan is not a fan of the government, uh, not a fan of the Biden administration, but it sounds like more just the government in general. Um, although, uh, what is this? He did use the term globalist at one point. So there's that. His father, who is a, uh, or was a federal employee, I'm not sure, obviously they had a tough relationship, but yeah. Uh, Moan in custody. His father was found by his wife beheaded inside the home. The uh, trio shared in uh, Philadelphia. He's charged with murder in the first degree, abuse of a corpse, possession of instrument of crime with intent. I don't know what that is. How does the stream go? What were the numbers for the stream? Well, I didn't even get to the 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 really juicy part. Uh, I don't know. Um, it. It was erased after six hours, so it's not there anymore. It was up for six hours. Can you imagine to be this a viewer of this and being like, "That can't be a real head." Like, no, that, and then slowly I bet realizing you could look that at it the is, comments, right? And slowly realizing that, oh my god, he's holding his dad's head. Now, Moan, put him in an insane asylum. Yeah, jeez. Uh, let's see here. Moan held up the father's head at, um, doesn't say how far in. What is that? That doesn't, that doesn't even make sense. They left the word out here and I'm very irritated. He, uh, Moan also encouraged other children of, uh, or family members of federal employees to also quote, take their head. So that's nice. Uh, Moan, who claimed uh, many of his followers thought he was the Messiah. You know, it's easy to get a big head doing that, I bet. Doing this even. Right? 
we've dealt there's some there's some egos, man. Oh, I'm sorry, shit. I didn't even mean that as a pun. But this dude thinks he's the Messiah. And uh listen to this. Speaking of loopholes, uh he also uh after you know, pointing this out and ranting for a little while, said that he is, uh, yes, Moan said many saw him as the Messiah. And so he wanted to honor those followers. And so he decided that he would take on the task of being the new president. So he declared himself the new president and then implemented martial law. So we're under martial law right now. I don't know if you're aware of this. Yeah, I know it looks you know, it looks kind of the same as you're getting ready doing the go to work and uh you know get you corral the kids and all the stuff. Just know you're under martial law this morning. And is that does that work? I thought to do the martial law you had to be the uh you know you had to be in charge, but I guess since he declared himself and and that was good of him uh, in the sense that he thinks he said people thinks he's messiah and all he wants is the presidency, so uh, the fourteen-minute uh, clip again uh, remained up for six hours. We're being taken down. Doesn't say the view count. Um, yeah. There, are, there are some clips here. I'm a little has. I'm not going to play this dude's clips. Not gonna play his clips. Yeah, I'm sure. They're, I'm the, sure they're completely coherent too. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of cool graphics on the screen, and all my is emotes and. My father is now in hell. Wait, hold on. Probably, I'll, you probably I'll used a green screen. Really technical. Now he's in his bedroom. Oh, really? Okay. He didn't. Even, he didn't make his bed either. My father is now in Sloppy. hell for eternity. To said those who commit treason and betray others, occupy the lowest pits of hell for all time. Blah blah blah. I doesn't. I if they had the part where he's like, I'm president now. Yeah, uh, believe it or not, some other family members tell the uh, uh, Daily Mail uh, that Moan had been dealing with some um, issues uh, for much of his life. It doesn't say what they what they were. Yeah, I'm not gonna read the other details here, but um, this is. Dude, this is what this is what this is the evilness of the internet. So in the story, it says he has siblings, and we the police said that they they wanted to notify all of the family members since the video was out there. So they like they were devoting all these resources, and uh, apparently, um, uh, one or some of his followers sent the video to his sister. Who are you? What? lowest life form piece of garbage internet troll are you see remember we did that story last week about the college kids that were like hacked and they were sent a photo that sent them to the hospital it was so bad like i can imagine that happening you open up some random email and there's like your your father your brother somebody being horribly attacked right right Shit. Ugh. I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously, this whole thing's horrible, but I just can't, I can't comprehend where you see this and you go, you you laugh at yourself. You're like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? And you're probably probably in some uh, internet forum bragging about it right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. He looks like he's got some. Um, oh, there's the. Yeah, it looks like I. Who knows? 
Oh, okay. Hold on. In in the clip, he also went on to say he's offering a one million dollar bounty uh, for top government officials, uh, including uh, Bill Barr. Well, Bill Barr's not in the government anymore. Christopher Ray. Well, he is. Good luck with that. And by the way, where do you have a million dollars? I'm looking at your bedroom, bro. I'm not judging. It's like my bedroom. Let's see. He also uh, declared war on U.S. postal workers, the Federal Reserve, uh, Antifa. This thing is long. Anyway, that's just just horrific. And then the, the added bonus of some other. Ah, uh, here we go. All right. Moan, who railed against a network of evil, said that he became uh, he he became aware of how dirty things were when he worked as a contractor for Microsoft and saw the company was evading billions in taxes. But now it sounds like they said they don't have any record of him working for Microsoft, and he also had had trouble holding a job due to some uh, emotional issues. Sounds like this dude sent 100 letters to the FBI, too, trying to uncover it. All right, well, there you go. <sighs> Good morning. Thought I'd uh, get that to you uh, nice and bright and early this morning. Oh, sorry sorry to hit you with it. That thing went way darker, because I literally was reading it about two minutes before we went on the air. Two minutes before we went on the air. But, um, once again, I again, unless I hear keywords that... Uh, relate to me i tend to ignore whenever there's a recall thing that's uh you know out there however um it was one line of the recall that was issued yes yesterday on some toyotas and pontiacs where i gotta wonder what the hell is going on so it's airbags again which has been this long national nightmare uh, for old Corollas, Matrixes, and RAV4s, except they don't even want you to bring it into the dealership. According to the recall notification, if you own one of the affected vehicles, and again, go look it up, if Toyota, uh, Matrix, RAV4, Corolla of certain years, go figure it out. You've probably got notified. Um, don't even drive them. Park them wherever they are and contact the dealership. They will either do work on site or they will, uh, no charge, take them to the dealership because they figured out that the airbag might be a shotgun. Whoops. That's a problem. Ross, you got airbags in your... Uh, That's your like guess- a low-key fear of mine. Like the, the, the airbag is just going to go off in my face for no reason. No, 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 no. It's far worse than that. Oh, no, the details are far worse. When I say it's like a shotgun, I mean it. I will explain exactly what it is there, the fear is, and, and we will together go, how the hell does that happen? So if that is your fear, like it is Ross's fear, prepare to be terrified. Sorry. I promise there's a happy story in the stack somewhere. I will find it, and we will do it. And it doesn't have to do with the DC comic universe either. More on that as well. 
Uh, your news coming up. It's uh, KCO Day radio program, 888-934-7874. Hang on. We'll be back. I think it is 635. Um, I, the, the things keep going bonkers, man. Over at Disney, it's just it's one story after another within the park. I was reading yesterday they were taking down that Star, that Star Trek ride, or Star Trek, Star Wars ride. That they put up in like middle 2022, and it was it was up for 18 months, and they're tearing it down. Wasn't that like the largest investment they had made in a ride or something? Or maybe it was the totality of what they were doing. But the uh, the Star Cruiser or whatever the thing is, did that bomb so much? I know the hotel bombed, but did did, did the rides bomb so much that Disney is is getting rid of those? I guess I. I don't know what the hell's going on with that, man. I I haven't been down there, and now this. Apparently, you can't even go to Walt Disney World Resort and uh, uh, slap the teenage hostess at the restaurant at the Grand Floridian. Really? Said it like a new policy? I guess. I guess. By the way, this dude should have known better. John Monroe, 64, of South Carolina, arrested and charged with battery after an altercation. So here's, I already, I read it, so let me just give you the Reader's Digest because it's long. So uh, apparently they're eating at Citrico's, which is, like I said, it's in the, the Grand Floridian. Um, and it's it's an upscale restaurant, so it has a dress code. And basically the dress code's not that much. It's like, hey, could you not come in here and flip flops and swim trunks? And this this uh, group of four, uh, two, hus- uh, two husbands, two wives, uh, they show up. Uh, this dude's three sheets to the wind. Apparently, his own wife is like, he's hammered and, and he needs to go. We don't want to. So the hostess is like, hey, sir, uh, I can't seat you. I can seat them, but I can't seat you unless you change. And he said, well, I'm going to wait here with them until you seat them. And she's like, okay, well, that's fine. You, you know, you can sit out in the hall there or whatever and talk to your, okay. And then when it came time to seat, he just walked in like they were seating. She's like, nah, can't do that. So he slapped her. This dude is the vice president of hospitality sales and marketing for Sea Pines Resort, which I've stayed at. And that's in Hilton Head. That is really nice. So this dude literally is one of the muckety mucks who runs uh, a huge hotel. It's more than just a hotel. There's a lot going on there, but... Uh, this, you know, this huge vacation destination <laughs> that in many ways operates kind of like the Disney. And, by the way, also has dress codes, especially when you go over by the golf course, uh, to get into various places. But, nah, he just he just uh, decided he was going to uh, slap her uh, three times. Uh, and a slap's the wrong word. He, uh, he got in her face and then used the palm of his hand to repeatedly smack her forehead while saying her name. Can you make a visual out of that? Because I, I visualize that immediately. Right up there, smacking her forehead. Susan, Susan, I don't know that that's her name. It doesn't have her name. Susan, 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 listen. And he's smacking her forehead while, she's doing, while he's doing it. But apparently he can't do that. For what they charge for a room at the Grand Floridian, though... Uh, maybe he thought he maybe although the, what they charge at Sea Pines wasn't cheap either. Um, maybe he thought he could. 
This is why you don't stay. You don't stay on property. No, it's stupid because they charge you ridiculous prices. And oh my god, we we look really. We could buy a house, and that's what we typically do. We'll rent out a house for like five hundred dollars a week. Down. I thought you were going to say I could buy a house for what you have. No, five hundred, as opposed to like spending this ungodly amount of money. And it's the worst, man. These you what you think you're going to get, you're not going to get. We've walked into one of these rooms before. We had a friend that was staying, and we're like, I'm sure this is going to be super nice. We walk in, it's like really tiny, like Murphy beds and stuff. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, you do, dude, 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 dude. They they had there's some travel bloggers. Uh, there's there this travel blogger dude that I I'll, I'll watch his stuff sometimes because he kind of has my vibe. He wants to go places where he's not usually around people. Um, he's not going to fall into all the big tourist traps. But he's you know kind of independent or whatever, but just wants to just he, he he travels like I travel. So I appreciate that. But man, I saw him go to Disney and I click because I'm like, why are you at Disney? I I you don't straight. And he, and it was because they put him up at this new this brand new hotel. They tore one down. Right. The other and you're thinking it's going to be super nice. And he's like, "Yeah, we're going to get it." And we have a corner suite. And I think it was fourteen hundred a night or something because he discloses what the costs are. And I'm like, "All right, well, let's see what you get there." He opens it up, and what was the term he just used? Murphy bed. It's got a Murphy bed. Yeah. The room's so small. That you can't move around in it with the bed deployed <laughs> and then, for $1,400. Right, and the worst part is, you know, at night, you try to go to sleep, and a lot of these Disney resorts, it's you've got people going up and down the hallways, you've got kids, you know, you it's, kids it's that noisy, are Disney. Yes. good luck getting some sleep. Brazilians, whereas, all we, the Brazilians. <laughs> whereas we can be like, hey, for $500 a week, we can get our entire house, and we can take a break from all the noise, and if, if Lincoln's having, you know, not... This is when he was younger, so he's sort of yeah. gotten worse when it comes to a lot of these areas. But so, so now more so than ever, if we did decide to go, we can only go and like you know we'll go for like an hour and come home, an hour and come home because it's like too much for him. So we need a place where he can chill out, relax, and it'll be quiet. One of these hotels would not be it, and for that much money, there is no way. And I'm easy to make happy, right? Like if you like, if I need a place to crash for some reason. Like I could sleep on your floor in a sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah, I could sleep yeah. in a futon on the couch on a Murphy bed. But if I'm spending five hundred to a thousand dollars a night, you've got to be kidding me. There's no way. I wouldn't. Uh, well, um, what was I going to ask? So that, but it's not going to change. See, here's the, you know, Disney. Well, is people now think having- it's easy because they're like, oh, well, it's easier to get to the park. Like you can take the bus or the tram or whatever it is. We're like, no, thank you. I'd rather get in my car, drive down, what is it called, uh, Celebration or... Yeah, Celebration, uh, yeah. Right, down that road and actually get to the park. It's not hard. I've stayed, I've, I have wasn't at Disney, but I was at, I was at the golf, they have uh, like five golf courses. This is out, these are not Disney courses, and they have a replica of uh, St. Andrews. Um, and, and so, and you're right there. You're in uh, what's called Dr. Jones or Dr. Phillips or something. And I, I didn't realize how close I was to the main entrance of Disney until I tried to go down this road to like a, uh, this restaurant. I'm like, oh my, what have I done? But uh, I was two minutes away from the gate, and I was in a neighborhood, right? And it was quiet, and so yeah, dude. If if I could get an Airbnb in there, and I was going to Disney, I'd do that all, all day over staying at the uh, fourteen hundred dollar Murphy bed place. We were watching because uh, Marky likes to watch those Disney videos. There's there's a group. This is family. She's been watching forever called the Trackers. It's Tim Tracker. Is Trackers? Okay. Yeah, and it's him, his wife, and their kid, and. um 
so they they always go to these big resorts and these fancy cruises and everything is super nice. Like I think they stayed at the um, the discontinued Disney um, Star Wars Star thing. Wars Hotel or yeah. whatever it was the crew. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's it obviously doesn't look like it's worth the money. But they recently went to a place that's it's for servicemen and service women and people in the military. And I can't recall it's if, a it's, Disney, if it's, it's a Disney property. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember if it's free. Or if there's like a massive discount, but it's it's for active service members. Is he in the? Is he military or? Wife he is or? not. So people in the comments were freaking out because they went there and they were like, "Oh my god, this hotel is not like regular Disney hotels. It is poverty. Look at these amenities. Oh, we no, would never pay for this." Down. And it's he like, listen, it. if you are if you're used to sleeping on the 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 ground in Fallujah. <laughs> And then you're on like R and R, and you get to go to a uh, to Disney. Plus, you get to go to like it's a massive discounter for free. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, what the what the club, what the what the resort is called. Is it a lean to, or is it just no, like a, it's just like, like a regular hotel? It's, listen, man, it's nice, but it's not like a typical Disney hotel, right? But right, it's nice. It's not like a, you would stay there, wouldn't have an issue with it because you're going to right. the park anyway. But they're going off, and he's like, people in the comments are like, "A, you shouldn't be there." Right. Now, you can go if you're invited by somebody. I guess this is what they did. They got somebody's pass. But they're like, shut your face hole, dude. You have no right. What are you even doing there? What do you, and, and then you're, you're criticizing it. You know, maybe because your standards are a bit higher. How do you not research your hotel as a travel block? I re- if I'm going to stay at a no, hotel, No, here's the thing. They knew. They were, well, oh my awa- gosh. They were yes. well aware of what it was, which made it even worse. And they just decided they'd run it through their same old filter. Yeah, that's not going to go well. Oh, did it have a Murphy batting? No. I think it had regular beds. Wow. So you get a regular bed at the... <laughs> as opposed to the Murphy bed. As opposed to $1,400 a day or whatever it is. It's a corner suite, Ross. It's got two windows. Oh, it's very nice. One looking one way and one looking out another totally different direction. So, ah, you're just jealous. Yeah. Now... The dude, the dude who I watch, I can't, I can't remember his name right now. I'm sorry because it's not his name. It's a, he's got a name for the channel, but um, like you say, he goes and like you can see in his eyes how sorry he was. He deviated from his normal travel stuff. Where I think the last one he had rented a private island uh, in the Caribbean somewhere that you can rent for like twelve hundred dollars a night, and was doing that kind of thing, right? And then he goes, oh, I'm going to go to Disney for 1400 a night. So imagine coming from a private <laughs> island to a Murphy bed in a corner <laughs> lot, look overlooking where the gator ate that kid. But, that, but what you're not really thinking about is after you leave your $1,400 hotel room and take a bus to the park, right? Then As you get you to do, stand yeah. in line for two hours to ride Space Mountain or whatever it is. So, I mean, have you considered that? I've re- no, I rented a disabled person. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. You're yeah. going to burn in hell. Have fun with that. Yeah. By the way, why was it? I remember the numbers. Why is it remarkably less expensive to rent a, a, a person for a day than to sleep in a Murphy bed at Disney? That's a whole other thing entirely, right there. Six forty-five. Hang on. So uh, we got a little spy report here from uh, one of our fine listeners who uh, said that uh, during his time in the military, he stayed there. He said uh, it's not free. It's a nice place. I've stayed there, and it's super cheap. Oh, he's on the phone. Okay, well, wonderful. But there's another little uh, nugget of info here, and I think it's important. Yeah, Corey, what's up? Hey, yeah, I was just uh, I was calling in about that Disney military resort. It's called Shades of Green. Yeah. I've stayed there myself. It's actually pretty nice. I mean, it's minutes from the tram. Um, I mean, room rates are based off your rank uh, for active duty and retirees, but 
standard rooms are like $174 a night, and it goes all the way up to like this mega suite, which is like 1,800 square feet with four bedrooms, and that's 700 bucks a night. Oh, and it's not a Murphy bed so in one half of a room? Okay, well, that sounds good. I looked at, I yeah, looked at no, the no, link no. you it's, said. It's, I looked at the link you said. Yeah. It looks nice. It looks fine. It looks like a place that any family in North Carolina traveling, maybe to the mountains or to the coast, would definitely, because you know, I saw them playing golf there. They got the water slide and all that stuff. It looks like a place that kids would love, man. Oh, it's, so. it's great because it's it's still on the it's on the resort property but it's not like it's kind of off to the side so you know it's a lot more quiet less people there i mean there's the military has resorts in like uh hawaii there's a one in california on the north island yeah i was telling ross this i stayed stayed in one of your military hotels before uh when i was attending a retirement ceremony Uh, i stayed at the i stayed at that motel on seymour johnson um and oh yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, so I stayed there. I was down there for a retirement thing. And there's a couple rules. Like, I had, if I didn't, like, get back to the base in time, like, it was like, yeah, you don't get on. Um, And stuff like that. But I remember walking in there, and it's everything you need, right? It's just very basic, everything you need. And it was was fine, and it wasn't expensive. But I'm looking at this thing. I mean, it looks like a straight-up resort that families would go to. So, and by the way, it's not owned by Disney. This is the Nugget. Who owns it? The military. Government. Uh, It's... Yeah, the military does. It, uh, well, I mean, like, Camp Lejeune actually has its own beach. Um, right. And yes. one cool thing about that is every once in a while you'll see, like, an amphibious landing. You'll see LAVs or AAVs coming ashore. So, and it's just a lot less people there. Like that boat of immigrants who landed down in San, uh, San Diego the other day, and it looked like Normandy. Did you see that? <laughs> no, oh, I did yeah. not. Oh, okay. That'd be, I. well, you'd be fine. You're like, ah, now I understand why the, you know, a bunch of dudes who look like seals are about to land where I'm at. But, you know, if you're down at Carolina Beach and that happened, you might have questions. Is You know, if you're at Topsail and that yeah. goes down, you're going to have a lot of questions. But, all right, well, then then these travel bloggers uh, uh, just uh, trashed the, uh, the military hotel. All right, whatever. All right, man, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, have a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it worse, right? It's like it's a military hotel, so you're there and you're trashing it because it doesn't live up to you know Disney hotel standards. Where if, like I said, if you're like somebody and you're on leave or R and R, you're like, this is amazing. This is great. Seventy's not free yeah. either, by the way. Right? Yeah. No, but come on, compared to you know the, the Disney hotels, it's a great yeah. deal, especially if you're on leave. But also, like you're you're complaining about it and you're blogging about it, and there's somebody you're taking up somebody's room. Like you shouldn't. What are you doing there? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, I, and it's not even a raise awareness thing because it's not like other people can just randomly go out and do it. And I'm sure that the of I'm sure that uh, members of the military are not just familiar with their perk, but probably as Corey was just pointing out, there's there are a few military resorts and hotels, and uh, they're in some pretty nice places, including adjacent to Disney. If that's where you want to go. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Oh no. Oh, my. Ross, did you see this? Apparently, an errant Scud missile has just hit the trackers' homes. No. Where did, where's a Scud? Who has Scud still? Oh, here comes an F5. We don't know who that is. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. All right, 888-934-7874. Dude, now everyone's sending me their Disney resort. Yeah, now you have to, here's the thing. Inherently, I would know, and I've never even been to Disney. Like I said, I've been around Disney to go not be at Disney. 
uh, which is very tough because the Disney traffic. But I would, I would, everything's relative. So if I'm booking a hotel in some place where it's ungodly amounts and it's a very situational thing as to what, you know, everyone's there for the same reason kind of thing. I assume that it, the room is not going to be commensurate based on the price versus if I was just booking a hotel in like downtown Charlotte or something. You know what I mean? So, um, so like you, you, those expectations are there. And I guess Disney just banks on the fact that people are going to be like, well, we're at Disney. We're already here. Uh, already frustrated. I need a bottle of Jack Daniels. The kids won't shut up. Uh, they, you know, people put up with it, and that's a calculation they seem to be winning because that's at least one part of their business where they're not totally getting their butt handed to them. Hour number two, let's get things going. And uh, I retweeted that video that I made mention to our caller about, uh, and I uh, sent it to Ross. You hadn't seen that, but I retweeted it. Does that not look like D-Day landing craft, just the way they're just hit the beach, man? That is, and that's in La Jolla, California, too. I said San Diego is La Jolla, which actually makes it more special because uh, that's a bit of an enclave. And there's a whole lot of real woke folk down there, man. Although probably less so than some of the L.A. ones, but still. Still, especially that beach area down there. Oh, my goodness. It's very nice. And you just see this this boat come, uh, you know, busting straight in. And I, I, looks all, I look at all the water canisters and fuel canisters they had on board because they unloaded them for a photo here. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just a standard, uh, standard boat. Um, but you know, they heavily patrol the coast guard patrols pretty heavily because more than one person thought, Hey, I'll just go out around that seawall. If you ever go down to the, the Southern part of California, there, the very Southern tip, um, they have a seawall that juts out. Obviously they have, uh, they do have a wall there. Uh, but they also have a park where you can, like, play with people on the other side of the uh, border. Like, weird built-in games and stuff. But but then they have a seawall that goes out because like, it's not their first rodeo. They know what's up. So And then they have ships patrolling and all that. Remember they caught a submarine trying to come through there? So I'm assuming the reason they had all that stuff is they realized they had to go way out. They probably had to go way, way out there. And they and they also worked their way up the coast as La Jolla is not literally right on the the bottom there, so uh, they were probably out there for a long time. But you just see this boat just boop, up on shore and they're off. Although somebody did, uh, they dropped their shoe, so he's going to need a new shoe. And then just hey, walk on in, man. Craziness. All right, since we're on the subject of hotels, let me just I'll just do this now. New Hampshire, uh, New Hampshire is now the uh, proud location of a of what is called the diaper spa. <clears throat> it's not the only one, but it is the one I saw in a story here. Uh, the diaper spa, which is a hotel catering to adults who like to role play as children, is about the creepiest thing I've seen today. Uh, according to the website, activities include cuddle time, changing time, which answers my horrible question from yesterday. Uh, let's see. Coloring and story time. It, it, it's filled with stuffed animals, cribs, high chairs, 
And lots and lots of diapers. I uh, I tweeted this out yesterday. There's a picture of the giant diapers. I where do you get diapers that big? I don't know what they're saying. Those are adult diapers. No, they're not. Ross, those are clearly diapers that are patterned for kids, right? Because uh, like I would pink. think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the what do they got? Uh, like space motif on one, and a little a little fuzzy bunny on the other. But they have changing time there. Which, by the way, if I didn't know you had changing time, and if you do, and you didn't call it the Hotel Incontinental, I don't even know what you're doing with your life. But still, I will say this though: it looks the the room looks bigger than the fourteen hundred dollar Disney suite. <laughs> now, if they don't come in and change you, like maybe you know, and it was next to Disney, the adult size crib is is pretty creepy as well. I don't know, man. And I see people are going, ah, groomers. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I understand that that's that. But, like, technically, that's there's if some adult wants to go in and pretend they're five or two or whatever it is, and other adults are around them, and some other adult literally has agreed to change their adult, uh, none of my business. Well, it is because you mar- you put it up on the internet so people would come there. So I'm going to talk about it. But okay. Uh, although, uh, believe it or not, some in the community uh, say that there have been some issues as the spa, the diaper spa, is located adjacent to a public park where children play, and there have been situations. Obviously, if you have a house full of people who are pretending to be children and they see swing set outside. I think the urge to go out and participate is a strong one. And then parents are like, okay, we're going elsewhere. Because you got adults out there in onesies or whatever. So, yeah, that just that sounds like that's going to go well. But again, uh, probably not $1,400, and the room looks remarkably larger. So you got that going for you. A, a An influencer going viral yesterday after speaking about the declining masculinity. Where have all the men gone? Okay, all right. You know, this is, look, this is a topic of discussion. You, you demonize, you demonize, you, everything's toxic masculinity. You neuter men in pop culture and commercials for years and movies for years and and you create a society where some of the more manly characteristics which I guess if people people are going to straw man this and be like, oh, you mean like you know punching women and stuff? No, you know that's not what I mean. But uh, some of those manly characteristics are essentially being bred out of society. Um, I that's I think a lot of people are wondering is this a, is this a, is this good? Uh, I would tell you it's not good, but because you you kind of need dudes when um, there's. For for a lot of lot of reasons, like you see, I, I saw them doing man on the street. I guess woman on the street, and they're asking a bunch of women, do, they, "Do we need men?" And all of them were like, "Nah." Now again, those are the ones that they put in the video, but it was a lot of them. And it's like, well, let's see, we do most of the dangerous jobs, so unless you're going to be doing that, and uh, and then they just go through a hundred other reasons. Uh, the influencer, what is who? What is the influencer's name, Roz? Gabby? Gertrude? Why do I not see it? It starts with a G, right? The influencer? 
Yeah. What is what is the influencer's first name? Oh, Gorlock. Gorlock, the destroyer. Um, and if you don't know who that is, check on this. The irony and well, let me play the audio and then I'll explain the really ironic part of this, shall we? All right, let's go to Gorlock. I don't I'm not a big fan of toxic masculinity or like whatever, like the the norms, I guess, but I like when there's just like a little bit of that, like I'm the man and I'm gonna take charge, you know? Like, cause like, why not? You know, I feel like a lot of boys need to start being boys though. Like when it comes to like the male roles, because a lot of like men nowadays are expecting princess treatment and it's like, okay, well, I want that energy just as much as, but just as bad as you do. For example, like, let's say I get a flat tire on the side of the road and we're together. You better know how to change that tire. Like you better know how to do these things. Cause if I have to call my dad, just like I said, no, no, sorry, okay. sorry, babe. All right, all right. Well, you know the irony is, is Gorlock wrong? Ross is Gorlock wrong? I don't think Gorlock's wrong. No, I don't think I don't think uh, Gorlock is wrong. Now, there's a couple things you need to know. Uh, that's a dude. Uh, Gorlock is uh, is uh, was born male, identifies as female. Um, I'm not sure the surgical situation, but um, so that's where one of the men went. Right. So, so it's not really uh, ironical. It's more hypocritical. <laughs> yeah. Well, took one out of circulation. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Gorlock speaking to the societal uh, need to like pull a lot more than one out of circulation, really like, you know, beat it out of men to do that. By the way, um, would you stop and, and help somebody change a tire? Would you, along the freeway, would you do it if it was just a female? Did I ever tell you about my reaction? When I was in Santa, when I when I first got to Santa Barbara uh, from Wyoming, so I still have a Wyoming plates on my truck. I'm down there, and there is on the, on the 101, which runs right through Santa Barbara, on the way from downtown out towards uh, UC Santa Barbara. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just putzing along on this thing, waiting to get off there. And there is, there are two women that, uh, that are on the side of the road that are clearly struggling because you can see them like frustrating. And and by the way, traffic's moving very slow because it always does through there. So I'm creeping up and I'm watching, and they are they are clearly struggling with getting uh, lugs loose. They have the car jacked up, which that's a whole other thing. You want to get the lugs loose, then but whatever. Um, and I pull over literally behind them because I have. That truck has a, it's got a toolkit in it. It has like a big, tall jack. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a ranch truck loaded up, man. And, um, I pull over there and the one woman's fearful. She's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. And the other woman did kind of like move closer. I was It's like, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. And I'm like, all right, I just got back on the highway. And it was just such a weird reaction because in Wyoming, if you saw somebody broke down, like quite literally, it could be life or death. You could be so far in the wrong situation from anything. I'm talking like you can drive at, at night. You can drive 100 miles and not see another car coming the other way in some places. That's not an exaggeration either. So if you saw somebody broke down and, and night was coming or it's cold or something and you didn't stop, I mean, like we... 
we were taught that that was akin to uh, assisting in, in whatever harm befell them. So my, my seeing that was kind of the eye-opening. Oh, I'm in Southern California now. What's going on? But I also think the other reason that Gorlock doesn't do it is I don't feel like if Gorlock leaned down to do the lugs, Gorlock's coming up. <laughs> what? No, it's tiring. <laughs> is that what it is? No, it is. It is. It is. Now, uh, how would you overcome that and give yourself more energy? Well, I know some of you would be like, ah, what I'll do is I'll go get some protein. Right. In fact, that's uh, Russ. That's you. That's you, right? You like I the wasn't protein? just talking a second ago because I, I had a mouthful of beef jerky. Ah, <laughs> yes. I love jerky, man. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, no. But you're on. You're you're the protein. You like the protein, right? I that's could talk about your... protein intake for hours. I know. Since I've were... gone to the gym for the last year and a half, like I so don't much even get started on milk. Don't right? even get started on milk. Don't. That was five minutes of my before show time. He's not wrong. And that's why the body can only use 25 grams, you know, for muscle uh, synthesis in any given serving. The rest goes to uh, energy because the body doesn't waste it like, for hours. I could talk so about it for my, hours. So I got this bruise. I was banging my head against the <laughs> metal pole there. Um, so, uh, anywho, I, I, I throw this in here because uh, yesterday Vice decided they were going to do a takedown. All you evil protein people. Yes, that's right. Uh, Vice. Uh, you're probably you're probably eating a lot more protein than you need. Americans are obsessed with protein. They eat about two times as much as the federal government's recommended daily allowance, which again, as the government. So, uh, if, and uh, they say that uh, the that sixty percent of U.S. adults are trying to get even more into their diets. Excessive protein consumption is making us sick and wrecking the planet. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that information, but I appreciate the effort. Thank you're you for that. You're killing the planet, bro, and I, you're making yourself sick. Yeah, but I'm not. Do you the, know how horrible you feel compared to Ross two years uh, ago? I would say that is inaccurate. So okay, if, if you three want, years if you, ago, if you want to lose weight, the best thing you can do is strength train, and also like make sure your protein intake is good every single day. If you want to build muscle, you need at least one to like one point five grams of protein per pound of, of body weight. So, like, right now I weigh, like, 202. I would need, like, 202 grams of protein a day on top of the strength training to, to put on muscle. Do you know what the uh, recommended uh, allotment of protein? I would, I would say the minimum you should probably have every day is, like, 65 to 70 grams. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's 50, 50 grams. Like, on days that I, that I don't go to the gym, <laughs> like on rest days, I do, like, 165 yeah. to 70 grams. But on, like, actually active days, it's, like, you know, the, the 202. Yeah, the government, uh, among uh, their recommendations, which, by the way, these, these are the same folks who recommend 7 to 11 or 6 to 11. Excuse me. Oh, now i got hiccups. Well, the protein solved that. Um, uh, you, need, you need up to 11 servings of carbs, and it should make up the majority of your diet. Right. We were brought up on that. In the 80s, we were brought up on that stupid food pyramid, which is complete yep. bowl. Like, you look back at it now, and it's, you know, all this. Yeah, was, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Thank you, but I appreciate the effort. Meat, milk products, and then fats, oils, and sweets are the three naughty zones of the pyramid. Please. Vegetables and fruits are milk, the middle, milk and, and then bread is the bottom. Milk yes. and eggs are like the greatest food ever. I like eggs. I you know, I don't drink as much milk as I probably should, but um, I, I I'll kill some. I was a, I had a there was at a buffet over the over last weekend. I'd say if you get and they a, had the hard boiled eggs, and if you got a buffet. 
and they got hard-boiled eggs, I might take the bowl. It's so like, funny they're saying like 50. Yeah. Because my breakfast is at least 60 grams of protein every morning, 60 to 70. And I will say since I've started doing this, I'm full the rest of the day. Like I'm not hungry the rest of the day. I have to force myself to eat that remaining protein the rest of the day because I'm so because the protein does the job in the morning. By the way, these pe- these guys are full of crap, and you and I both know that their concern, their driving concern on right. this is the, the animal rights and environmental stuff. And the planet stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what this is about. This is They don't care. Vice doesn't care wh- whether you're healthy or not. They care that you're not some ogre who's making it more difficult for them to get whatever moon bat uh, uh, you know, fever dream they want. That's what this is about. So, But, uh, yeah, so they just want you to know. And it's just everybody's just mocking them. And then also the, uh, you know, there's the part where they're like, ah, so, well, the government says, right? So there is, there is that. <laughs> because they're never wrong. No, that's true. Uh, not at, well, no, they are like some things, but not when it comes to health issues. What you want to so, do is just sit on your couch all day and just, yeah. just pixie sticks and carbs. That's what you want to do. Can I snort them or do I have to? Like, like you're an elf. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to be Tony Montana. It's going to be great. <laughs> all right. I got I to gotta take a break. I'm approaching it from the media numbers and not just inherently what happened to you guys. So I just want to be, I just want to be clear. Look no further than the city of Detroit. So the, the, the ratings for the AFC and NFC championship game were ridiculous. Uh, between 55 and 60, uh, up to 64 million at times uh, for the AFC and I think up to 60 million for the NFC. But Market breakdowns, and this is this is where Ross and I swim because we're going to talk about things like shares and things like that. But you need to know, you need to know that in the city of Detroit, the NFC Championship game, the one that they were leading by seventeen, so you just know a spark of hope was likely ignited in a hopeless fan base. They had a 79 share. To put that in perspective, now, when you say share, what you're talking about is you're talking about people who were, in fact, engaged in consuming media. So if some guy's out mowing his lawn, that doesn't count to share. But you can calculate what percentage of the population that is. Half. It comes out to about half when you look at the numbers, total uh, total actual viewers, and then uh, number of people within the uh, that particular media zone, media market. Half. That's a record. Uh, or a modern record, because you got to go back to when there was three channels, I guess. So half of the city of Detroit, half of every person over six or over, because they do it six plus, if you were six years old or 106, there's a, a coin flip chance you were watching Detroit Lions squander that 17-point lead. Brutal, man. Absolutely brutal. I was saying, like, the, the media numbers would have been absolutely ridiculous if you had, like, a, a Lions against the Bills. I, I, just, just I, the, I have no interest in watching Kansas City in San Francisco. I have zero interest. I have this, yeah, I have this feeling, though, like, I would be concerned, like, like your fan bases would have, like, you know, the, the Bills, you got the Bills Mafia, you'd have, like, the Bills Navy, so you go beef with the Bro, like people. Because Buffalo's media share is always pretty damn big, too, because, like, there's, it's right. like that and snow, like, and, you know, that gives you hope, and you the snow is depressing. You got some waterfalls near there, I think, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
That's where Superman revealed himself, bro. That's a famous. Is there even a sign there? I bet there's not even a sign. I mean, just to watch that because you know, some one team's walking away with their first championship, be like a huge deal, like two underdogs. Uh, yeah, and and, and uh, obviously San Francisco's got some rings, but uh, it's been a little while. It's been a minute, so there's that. But no, I'm with you. It's um, I would, I, and you know what? I, even though Baltimore's won Super Bowl, I I would have I would have preferred to see Baltimore. Um, and not just because of the uh, the Taylor Swift thing, but the thing is, like, I didn't used to care at all about Taylor Swift. I was indifferent. Like, I was like, whatever. But now yeah. I'm just so sick of seeing her. Like, it's nothing personal. It's like, oh, you you hate strong women. It's like, no, I just it's oversaturation. It's like the Star Wars thing. It's too much of it, so I don't care about it. It's like, and then you can start to hate it. Like, oh, I can't stand seeing this person. Go away. Yeah, it's and but then people, yeah, I see all these, and then I see all these idiots too, or like these conservatives out there that are. Um, you know, penning these missives that are about conspiracy theories, and she's she's a she's a, a clone, or you know, going off. And I'm like, what I see most people beefing about is two things: one, that uh, that it, it it enhances a platform that she has utilized to speak out against their what they think politically. So inherently, if somebody's always going against what you want, and they have a huge platform, you're probably not going to be a huge fan of them. But again, that's fine. That's yeah, you know, uh, it's a it's a free country. But the other thing is too, is if you feel as though a product that you do enjoy is changing, and they're doing it, yeah, because we see this all the time. How many fan bases have been disappointed by big corporations in the last ten years? What was trend? Like, that thing like, was trending most of the day yesterday. Yeah, like nearly all of them. Nearly all of them, because they, you're they, you're destroying what we love. Like you're you're insulting the fan base. Yes. So you know, if people feel that there's, it, it's a handful of wingnuts who think that there's a, you know, a secret military base under the stadium, and it's all a psyop, right? And then, but then I see like quote unquote conservatives out there, like Eric Erickson, who's a massive tool, by the way. Um, I, out there, have I mentioned that before, Ross? Have I mentioned? Ever? You have, yes. Okay, I'll make sure uh, who's out there, and he is—he's doing what the left is doing, where he's putting everyone who who might have beef or uh, any complaints into this box that there's some wild conspiracy theorist, and it is what the left does on issues where somebody is bringing up a very in- interesting point, and they straw man. Uh, we need to do more at the border. Oh, you want gator pits? Well, now that you mention it, but no, that's not what I just said. I posted about uh, the uh, inequality I feel is going on with the Raleigh Christmas Parade and the Palestinian protesters, right? One is months in advance with all the safety mechanisms possible um, is out there applying for a permit to do a thing that they've done for 80-some years, and they get beat down, they get told no, and then they get a little a little bone thrown to them. Another group at the drop of a hat can get a full police escort and security detail like it is a parade. And I pointed that out that I felt, look, how can you have this policy and then and operate in that way? It's insane. And there was some moon bat in the in my comments. She's like, oh, you want them all arrested? Bah! And I'm like, I didn't say that. If they're breaking the law, you should arrest them. But but for the purpose of this discussion, I just said, why? If you're going to do this, why make a big stink out of that? It doesn't make sense. Now, I did see somebody who made a Taylor Swift argument, which I, I thought was at least a good faith argument, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell me what you think. 
Taylor Swift, what is she famous for from a relationship perspective? Uh, being awful at them. Being awful at them. And who does she normally date? Like um, effeminate male pop stars. Oh, and or actors. I think she's an actor was uh, one of her more recent. Yes, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, effeminate dudes. I don't know if I called John Mayer that, maybe a little, but still. All right. So who's she dating now? You would not describe Travis Kelsey as an effeminate dude, would you? You mean, you a, mean that Pfizer, bro? Well, I understand that, and that's and, <laughs> and again, kidding. no, 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 and I and I understand that that's, but I, but it just purely from who she chose, right? It's not right, 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 and like, so like an alpha male sports dude, yeah. The argument was that it 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 bolsters, it fortifies your uh, your outlook, and specifically because. You know, there's this, uh, you know, the idea that um, men, real men, that's what women want. They want real men. They don't want this effeminate nonsense. And so, like, justifies your worldview. What's your problem? And I, you know what? I think that's not, that's an interesting argument because it's not, you know, it's not a straw man. It's not any of this. I don't necessarily think it's 100% accurate. I think you're... I think she would just as gladly date an effeminate male pop star again. Do you know what I'm saying? But but I don't know. Maybe. But no, everything just gets stupid. It gets stupid real quick. All right. Speaking of uh, stupid. No, no. I'm sorry. I was not. I was, was perfect, I was gonna, though. No, I was going to tease it. a story. I was. Yeah. I was. I promise. <laughs> I was going to talk about the judge, uh, the Elon the Elon Musk uh, compensation ruling that we're going right, to talk that's, about. That's my bad. I, was it your bad dog? I mean, sometimes I mean, I did, the universe. I didn't did push the button. <laughs> did you, or did a higher power have you push the button? Yeah, that's it. The, the higher power. Yeah, yeah, right. Re- remember, we learned this week that sometimes God will uh, tell you to do a pump and dump scheme on your congregation, so of uh, of uh, uh, Bitcoin or whatever it was. So. Oh gosh, dude, did you yeah. see that story? I did not. This pastor and his wife—they're sitting in. A magnificent mountain lake house, uh-huh. in the, and they have this huge window, and it just had like three hundred thousand dollars in renovations, and it was because they made a cryptocurrency and they got their uh, parishioners to invest in it, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then they're like, ah, oh, we're going to use this for Land Rover and home remodel and all this, but they said God told them to, so oh, sometimes huh. He wants you to run a, a crypto uh, pump and dump. So why why doesn't tell real- me to ever do anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was beyond blasphemous there, but uh, anyway. Uh, all right, I'm sorry you got That's called great. stupid, but it yeah, wasn't our no, fault. it's so anyway, fine. I've been called worse. I've show how smart worse. you are. Do stuff. Yeah, I will. Um, here's how smart I am. If you're getting wet right now, it's raining. How's that? And there is some rain now. Basically, from are about Sanford, you're the weather. Yeah, rock, I am. Aren't you? Yeah. I have. I have. Believe it or not, I don't have a weather rock. I have a weather stick. But same principle. The stick is wet. There you go. It's raining. Yeah, from Sanford and uh, down just west of Fayetteville. There's just little patch of showers. There's some also um, east of Greenville heading out near the um, Outer Banks. Um, around the Triangle, some maybe spotty shower too, but the Triad looks like you've dried out and out near Charlotte. Uh, all these showers are dissipated. They'll all go away before lunchtime. And believe it or not, we're starting to see some clearing to our west, and that'll get in here, upper 40s, about normal. The normal high for everybody's pretty close to 50. Then milder for the first couple of days of the new month. Tomorrow, upper 50s. Friday, low to mid-60s. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, let's just call it varmint day because I whether it's a groundhog or whatever 
people are doing. We've become so worldly that, you know, any kind of animal, I guess, now that you put out and say, well, if it sees its shadow and runs back inside, whatever. But either way, it looks sunny here. And then over the weekend, it's going to be real nice. Temperatures a little above normal with sunshine, mid-upper 50s. Um, And then it'll start going downhill a little bit for Sunday night, Monday, and into Monday night. We've got some rain, and temperatures are going to be near or above 50. So um, it does look like after a pretty dry week this week, minus rain today, uh, we'll get back into some wet weather by about Monday. But gorgeous, uh, starting this afternoon, probably right through the upcoming weekend. You know, ironically, you're absolutely accurate when you say varmint day. In the state of Wyoming, uh, uh-huh. anything that is, quote, considered a varmint, uh-huh. you can you don't need a hunting license. You don't even need to be from Wyoming. So you can go out and prairie dogs, uh, pork take care of it. Uh, rock chucks, uh, we call them in Wyoming, but you have another name for them. Huh. They you use them to predict weather. But in Wyoming, huh. you can just go plink them off rocks. So. Well, I, I mean, do you? And if they're, in, so, if in, they're in, such prognosticators, how do they not see it coming? Because they just sit up on the rocks. Right. And in Wyoming, is it any varmint that sees a shadow, runs away, say six more weeks of winter? Or do you have, do you have designated? I'll tell you what runs away in Wyoming when it sees a shadow. It's an animal when it sees my shadow. <laughs> yeah. Cast a long The end of the line, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, man, there's KC. We got to go. So. <laughs> Anyway, all right, I got I got to roll there. I didn't have go. my roster. Wait, do you have my Wyoming? You ever heard my Wyoming music, Ross? I would tell these stories, and Ross would start playing music over it. It's funny as hell, dude. Anyway, <laughs> all right, we got to roll. Thanks, man. Okay, yeah. Oh, there we go. Hold on. There he goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then back in my day, when the animals would see a shadow and they'd uh, determine it was mine, they'd be off. They'd skedaddle. They'd run because they knew what was up. Bears, prairie dogs, it didn't matter, and that's the way we liked it. So there you go. And then normally he'd play a goat bleat because he thinks that's funny. But anyway, all right, we got it. Thanks, man. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Oh, dude, what is going on? Seven forty-eight. Hang on. Uh, among the younger set, uh, they have uh, they've discovered this uh, really, really uh, great music, and uh, it's but it's remixed. It's mixed into house music, and uh, the uh, the kids just can't get enough of it. Um. So uh, what groundbreaking artist has come out and uh, is uh, ripping up the airwaves, uh, or at least the house genre? Um, Creed. (laughs) Man, the absolute worst generation ever to, like, ever exist. Oh, man. Next year, there'll be a Nickelback. There'd be no Nickelback. No, 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 don't tell him. Don't tell him. him. We'll mix it. Hey, you guys got to hear this new stuff. You guys want to be a rock star? I know you do. I destroyed a car because of that band. You did, I'm sorry, you did what? I was driving down the road. Okay. I was in a Jeep Patriot, and Creed came on the radio randomly, oh, and no. I immediately pulled over to the side of the road and set the car on fire, because I don't negotiate with terrorists at all. I will not you bend on this. Patriot I will not. on fire? Yeah. It didn't set a cell hey, It felt bad. I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. I mean, you got to... That's one way to solve that, I guess. I think Scott... Doesn't Scott Stapp... Is, isn't he in a movie coming out? Some big movie? I think he's in some big movie because they need somebody who could sing. I can't remember what it was. He's playing some famous somebody, some famous singer. But I think maybe may, uh, maybe he won't do that now that the uh, the kids are all uh, they're like, man, this music's great. I told you about the time that he uh, relieved himself at a record dinner? Uh, no. No, I uh, missed that one, I think. 
That's the thing. Ed, like he, he's like, excuse me, I need to go had, to the restroom, had, and then he went to the restroom. Yeah, or? like right, he had a major drinking problem, and that's one of the reasons I yeah. guess the band went away. And that and people were like, oh man, this Creed kind of sucks. And he was at a record. Uh, I think it was back in two thousand four, two thousand five. My brain's a little hazy. I think it was in Salt Lake. And he was trying to make like you know come back and be like, hey, we're going to be a big band again. We're going to be getting the mainstream again. And he was at this record meeting with my program director at the time mm-hmm. and the record rep, whoever the hell it was. And they were at a restaurant. And he just got up in the middle of the restaurant, walked to the corner of the restaurant, and peed in the corner. Didn't Ozzy Osbourne get up on a on a table and urinate? I don't know. I'm not even going to look that up. I, just because I know I heard that one time, and I'm sure it's true. I, and I, think I wouldn't Ozzy be surprised, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, at, But I think it was at the label's office, in the boardroom <laughs> or something. I'd be disappointed now if that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, I just realized I forgot something. I was telling you about the Toyota uh, recall and all that uh, over airbag issues. And I said what caught what I caught notice of is, um, is Toyotas and Pontiacs. Look it up. See if yours are in there. And is because they're like, don't even bring it in the dealer. Don't get in there. Do not drive it anywhere. Don't bag it into your garage. Don't take it out of your garage. Just call us. We may have we have some where people can come out and fix it on site, or we may, at no cost to you, uh, tow it to uh, the uh, you know flatbed it over to the uh, dealer to fix it. And um, it's it's horrible. Like if you're already somebody who's a little nervous around airbags, even though you tell yourself it's not necessarily reasonable, but then you remember that they had the largest recall of anything ever, and it was uh, in automotive, and it was those airbags over the course of years. Um, so what happens is there's a little cap over the airbag that is made of metal, and it apparently, if it gets you know more than about five years old, uh, it it sometimes breaks into a bunch of shrapnel, and then when your airbag deploys, you have front-loaded buckshot. So that's horrible. You're not just getting a, a random air because like that's the pe- that's people's concern that just it'll randomly open up. No, no, no. It's going to open up, and double lot's going to hit you in the face. So, so yeah. How does that happen? Glad to have you along here in uh, hour number three, phone number 888-934-7874. Ross, we have some breaking news, and uh, let's go ahead and uh, do this. The White House has announced that Joe Biden is headed to Palestine. That's pretty, that's crazy, huh? I hope he wears his hard hat. Uh, well, ironically, uh, he will be, because uh, he's not going to the, the Middle East. He's going to East Palestine, Ohio. <laughs> you know why? You know what he's going there he's for? He's going to be so confused. That what poor guy. That's what I was, I was just like. I please make sure that you draw, you delineate this. But East Palestine, Ohio, uh, is uh, the uh, the one year anniversary of the train derailment, which his administration did such a great job with, obviously, and Pete Buttigieg and everybody else. Uh, so uh, yes, so he's finally he's finally visiting there. And again, you know how I feel about hey, you know this this oh this thing just happened. Why isn't the president there? Because there's the logistics of it are a nightmare. And I get it. 
But you have to then, like, you know, Bush got criticized for just flying and not landing, but, you know, they still, whether you agree with it or not, uh, they every day they were pounding on on this and what we're doing. Remember uh, the FEMA director dude who got fired, um, the Brown or whatever? Anyway, so they, like, they were all up in it. The train derailment thing, like, they were actively like, nah, it's fine. Nah, it's fine. Oh, no, the water, it's great. And you could almost get that famous, like, Aaron Brockovich scene um, um, where she, where she's like, she's like, oh, I brought the water from the wells in Hinkley or whatever. Like, you, you, they were pulling some weird stuff out of there. And then they, everyone was like, oh, no, the media's like, no, it's a conspiracy if you think that fish didn't have six eyes. You never seen a six-eyed fish? What's wrong with you? So yes, he uh, he's he's headed he's headed that away. Fox reached out to East Palestine Mayor Trent Conaway to find out when he thought the most helpful time would be. Uh, because uh, that is literally uh, how it was described. Uh, and the mayor said, quote, in my personal opinion, the best time for him to come would be February of 2025 when he's on his book tour. So it sounds like the mayor is holding a little bit of a grudge there, man. Uh, he then said, quote, the president's always welcome in our town, adding that being said, I, I don't know what he would do here. <coughs> Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the thing that's happening, I guess. So now, you know, all right, get back over to this. Do, 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 do. Got a little sidetrack there. This, uh, what's going on in Durham? Let's talk about this for just a moment. You probably, if you listen to the news, uh, you may have, you know, seen or heard something about this. You got, uh, uh, was it 11 schools, 11 schools closed today. And uh, it's re- the result of a sick out. Got a bunch of bus drivers and other uh, other folks there who are like, <clears throat> I don't feel well, and we all don't feel well. We're not coming in. So what's the beef? Um, because I've heard it described as a pay dispute, and that's kind of accurate. But I think it also leads people to have an inaccurate understanding of what how we got here. It's not a pay dispute in the sense that they haven't got a raise for 10 years and they're just and enough is enough and and now that's what this is about that's that's not a new thing what actually happened there is the school going back to last year was paying all of not all of their employees but a bunch of the employees there including the drivers they were paying them more than what they were owed they were overpaying them and i guess I, I mean, somebody had to notice. I, I, I don't know all the behind-the-scenes stuff, but they were paying them more than they were contracted to get, which in the case of bus drivers is not a lot of money, right? That is, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy uh, how little we pay bus drivers compared to other states, and I think a lot of it has to do with North Carolina had, you know, the, they had kids driving by, they had high school kids driving buses back in the day, and you kind of make that transition there, but... Um, and now the district wants to pay them what they are contractually owed, which would result, I guess, in a pay cut in the sense that you've been being overpaid. Uh, I, I do not believe they're asking for the money back, but they're just saying, hey, we're now going to go to the rate that you're supposed to be paid. 
And they try it. The first time they said they're going to do it, uh, this happened. And then they, I think they allocated like $5 million so they could continue to overpay them. And, and now this is, this is where we are. So yeah, there's, I, and I don't know, man. One couldn't happen to a group of nicer folks. Those are, it's all DEI sycophants, uh, on, on, on that board. So everybody fighting for the little guy, but, and you like, you, you can't even figure out how to pay people properly, which I don't know, feels like it's kind of a big deal considering it's your single largest expense by far of running a school district personnel. Probably should get that one right. But yeah, so it's not as simple as they're just asking for a raise. They, you know, and they probably want a raise, and who knows? They may even deserve a raise. A lot of people deserve raises uh, that have been just absolutely stagnant for years and years, uh, and now everything costs more. But that's not what this debate's about. It's about you were being overpaid. Now you're not going to be overpaid. You're going to be paid correctly, and you're still doing a sick out. So if, I guess if you got a kid over in the district, at least now you know uh, there's a little little more to that story there, okay? All right, let's grab uh, a couple phone calls. Oh, wait, also, well, hold on, let me read an email real quick. Ross, we've irritated somebody. Now, I don't understand the hate for Creed. I mean, I don't follow them around or anything, but they've got good songs. Bullets is a good song, didn't get a lot of play, and Nickelback isn't bad either. So... All right, listen to whatever you want, sir. Just know that Ross destroyed a vehicle uh, in uh, after he had he was forced to set it on fire after it came on the the radio. He had to destroy his vehicle. So yeah, look, I'm I, sorry. I actually had the wrong information last time I brought that up. Oh. I said it was the Patriot. It was actually the 2019 Lambo. Oh no! Yeah, I got the Lambo and the Patriot confused. I was driving the Lambo. They look so funny, right. You know, yeah. And actually, all my guns were in the Lambo. No, so, yeah. I was just gonna ask where yeah. the guns in there. Oh man! Yeah, I was just driving to work, and all of a sudden, the dare comes up on the radio. You have to pull over, pull over to the side, light your car on fire. Do not negotiate with terrorists. Yeah, will not yeah. bend on this. It will not break. Oh well, one of our audiences, uh, he's got, well. Then, sir, we tweeted out the uh, the updated Gen Z discovers Creed. We now have a generation that knows Creed, but not the Holocaust. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, yeah. I say, listen, man, and I've said it, you know, if there wasn't Creed, there wouldn't be Nickelback. But I'll go even further back and say if there wasn't Pearl Jam, there wouldn't be Creed. And I like Pearl Jam back in the 90s. But Pearl yeah. Jam was, and then Creed was, and then Nickelback was, it's all the same thing. But it's like, you know, you make you should put an album out. Gen Z would love you. Right? They could remix that. But the thing is, like, it's, you know, every time you make a copy of the copy, it gets worse. I think this will happen. Because, you know, yeah. Jeremy well, was a good Jam song. Had, Pearl Jam, I mean, I'm going to say this, and somebody's going to call in with some obscure thing, but for most of the most of the world, Pearl Jam was unique. Remember, remember Pearl Jam Nirvana era was Dude, crazy. Yeah, man. Because like, of how unique their two sounds were. And, um, yeah. Like a definitive sound of the 90s, yes. Oh, no question. No question. Watch any 90s rom-com. It's nothing but Pearl Jam. It's another Pearl Jam. There's a little Creed in there. There's a couple other, like Better Nezra and a few others, but um, the, they embraced the grunge. They embraced all of that. And you're right. As you get further down the road, it turns into a thing. But, like, I don't need them to tell me how many times Platinum Creed's first album went and not be able to tell me what was going on in Germany in the 19, early 1940s. <laughs> okay? I have expectations. 
All right, to the phones. Here we go. Uh, Donna, what's up? Good morning, Casey. Morning. I was wondering if you were confusing the Alamo with a table, but I have since looked it up, and you were right. Ozzy did urinate on a table. He was asked to be quiet or tone down his language by some businessmen uh, in a restaurant. Oh, it wasn't and he a got restaurant. Up on the- oh, I thought it was. Yeah. I heard it as his label, but yeah. Yeah, he got up on the table and uh, urinated on their lunch. I am sorry that you had to Google search that, and now that's forever in your algorithm. It is. It's true. In all this time, Ozzy Osbourne pantsless. So yeah, all this time, all I thought he ever did was urinate on the Alamo. See, because I would assume that Ozzy had a long history of peeing on things. Just like I'm sure he did. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank and, you and for he, doing. Yeah. Yeah. Go up. Yeah. Go yeah. Thanks. Have a great day. All right. Yeah. 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 We had Donna doing the research. Ross just assumes he's got the greatest hits <laughs> on things. <laughs> That's so bad. Uh, I'm I'm actually sad it wasn't because the way I heard it, he was like he was in the boardroom of like Sony or something. Which I don't know why, but that just made me happier. Right, he's probably in the boardroom, and he's like, "This could have been an email. Screw it, and peeing on this." Yeah. By the way, people, a lot of things can be emails, okay? It's okay. And I know what you're saying. Well, can you see? I sent you guys, sent you guys an email. Doesn't mean I didn't see it. Hey. There's another option. Anyway, Zach, what's up? Hey, Casey. I just wanted to say one thing regarding the priest. Scott that notwithstanding, Ross was completely justified in burning that car down. However, if you look what the band did after Scott Sapp left, Alter Bridge, and particularly Mark Tremonti's solo career, that dude's a phenom on guitar, and I will say that to the day I die. No, I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Tremonti is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. Right, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, look, uh, you know, let's, I went back to Nirvana. Um, you know, the Grohl set is Grohl the same? Is it the same sound with uh, when he went on to well, obviously Foo? But what was the other one he did with? Is uh, it Axl Rose in that thing? They had some like super group for a little while, and they were definitively different sounds. So yeah, if the guitarist, uh, you know, if he's good, uh, that's that's not what it is. We're talking about the overall sound and delivery of it. So. Uh, anywho, uh, we got to cancel some stuff. Let me get this uh, canceled so you don't inadvertently do this stuff. Ugh. All right. Uh, we're canceling uh, board games. So do you guys play board games? Do you guys like board games out there? Do you have a particular game, maybe one that the family enjoys? Or um, yeah, usually it's kind of a family thing. That Ross, you guys play board games. Do you have board games you won't play? I absolutely play? despise board games. Really, I hate board games. And then You're what they ga- try like to do? Games, I just assume, what, yeah. I was about to say what they try to do is they try to make the board game into a video game, and it's awful. Every it's like oh, it's Monopoly, but it's on the Xbox. I'm like this sucks. I don't want to play it. What? Um, yeah, they do. They jack stuff. So I, I, they had a um, what was the? It wasn't a board game. I was so it was one of my last downloads, and like even in like the you know how they have these ads that they populate where it looks like the game is played this way, but it's it's not that's not the gameplay you're seeing. They do it for a lot of the stupid pay to win games, like the Bejeweled of the World or things. Um, but somebody was like, ah, we had they just put out the Oregon Trail. It's the Oregon Trail you remember. 
and they had like what looked like literal screenshots from the updated, not the straight 2E, but the more updated one where the graphics were a little better. And I'm like, cool. So I download the damn thing. Now, I didn't pay anything for it, so I'm not out money here. And it's not the game at all. They decided that they were going to make it some convoluted piece of garbage. So, yeah. I'm yeah, no, uh, we, I streamed that because they, they showed it. We were so excited, Marky and I. We were going to stream it on uh, on Twitch at the Hayes for Sheriff yes. Twitch channel. Not one for self-promotion, but it has to do with the topic. So I feel like I need to bring it up. Otherwise, I'm just serving the audience. It's the Hayes for Sheriff Twitch channel. Love it. Give it a follow. He's oh, got to pay man. for a new Lambo, people. What a, what, what a... What a and guns. Exceptional value, that is. Anyway, yeah. we were going to stream it, and it was the same thing. Like, the screen cap was the old-school Apple IIe yes. uh, green and black. I'm like, this would be a fun to stream. It'd be nostalgic. Everyone loves the Oregon Mark Trail. guys of Colorado. Oh, what are you going to do? Wait. You yeah. can, you can yeah. put, like, members of the chat, right, like, on the tombstones, or you can name your party after people in your chat. It'd be great, right? Good and stuff. And we start playing it, and it is this new... The graphics are great, but it's convoluted, it is complicated, and I hated it. Yeah, so I'm with you. Unfortunately, though, uh, we're talking just about board games. Uh, and board games, and I want to make sure that I read this, how board games uphold colonial narratives. <laughs> because what do you do in a lot of board games, right? You're out there seizing land, seizing properties. Although uh, they use the word seize uh, in Monopoly, you buy them. But then it creates a, 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 a different classes of citizens. No, the ones that they're uh, the ones that they're really focused on are Catan, which I'm not familiar with. I don't even is. Are you, have you ever played Catan? I haven't, but it looks similar to like Risk. Stratego or Risk. At Risk, yes. That's the, those are the games that they're upset about. Stratego, Risk, Cat, uh, Catan, and others. Uh, where, uh, let's see, through the, here we go. Ultimately, through a set of game mechanics that motivates resource extraction in the name of settling a supposed empty land, the connection between the in-game narrative and the political histories of North America and other parts of the world is clear. It's clear that the settlers of the game is really about settling uh, settler colonialism. This is so dumb. How many different like if that is your loose definition of colonialism like like some kid rolling a six-sided die so he can sit there and, you know, uh, sees his dad's little chunk of land over there uh, as part of a, a wholesome family game is simply is going to teach this kid one day to go and, I don't know, take over a swath of Africa to extract its resources and abuse its people. You all have lost your damn mind. And arguably taking other people's stuff or property or uh, land or uh, title is all stuff you see in modern video games as uh, a pretty standard thing. So, uh, but hey, it's canceled. Everyone's got to have something to be mad about. So, uh, you you don't be teaching your kids that. Instead, let them listen to the new creed. It's it's the new hotness. To uh, quote Will Smith. All right, we'll be back. Hang on. So this judge has invalidated his compensation package, and people are losing their mind. It's like it's. Billions and billions of dollars. What did he do to earn that? Well, just so we're clear, it's it's stock allocation is primarily what the beef is. 
and it was a compensation package, and nobody's disputing this, that was put forward by a compensation committee, which Elon is not on, was then voted by shareholders at at 80% approval, I believe, uh, or uh, 81, 80 or 81, I can't remember, but at least 80. And, uh, oh, yeah, had targets. It's like, a, it's like when you hear those baseball contracts or football contracts that are insane, and then you read them and you realize, yeah, it says 300 mil, but if they don't do this and they don't last this long and this happens, they're not going to hit it. And that's what a lot of packages are. And, you know, I'm sure many of you out there maybe have some incentive or bonus packages with your work. We do. You know, that's uh, and, you know, that's the, the company in addition that they want to see certain goals met. And they felt that that is a that's a way to uh, empower uh, employees that. If they are meeting certain goals, then they don't mind paying them more than others. And it, because if those goals are getting met, the likelihood is that they're making more money. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, following the awarding of the package uh, by 80% of the shareholders, uh, Musk grew the value of the company uh, 800%, which generally uh, folks like. Now, I understand there is all of the stuff that goes in with when he was buying Twitter and you know concerns that investors had over on the Tesla side, but that's a different thing entirely. That would be a um, that would be where shareholders could say, uh, you know, there's a fiduciary duty here, and he's not doing it, and then fine, go to court. But this judge just wholesale is like, nah, I think that's too much. Nope. I'm telling you, death by a thousand cuts. You're you are you are seeing what happens uh, from all guns, man. All departments of the government, judges uh, sitting here and just deciding that. They can just unilaterally withdraw somebody's... I mean, just think about that. If you're working with your company, and whatever whatever you do for a living, and your boss uh, says to you, because the shareholders are his boss, hey, do this, and if you do this, we'll pay you this much, and then you go out and you do that thing, and your boss literally is like, okay, here's your money, and then a judge is like, no, I think you overpaid. That's insane. Even if you're talking about the kind of money you're talking about with Elon Musk, it just smacks of all of this other stuff where they're just going after this dude. Because that is what the left does with its political enemies now. They want to decimate and destroy them. They want E. Jean Carroll on uh, Rachel Maddow yesterday talking about how she wants to take Rachel Maddow out uh, to go shopping and go get a penthouse and... Wait, is E. Jean Carroll into Rachel? Oh, anyway, I don't know. But and her lawyer's sitting there, and she's like, oh, she's joking. This is absolute insanity. But they don't care. They don't care whether it's uh, her and Reed Hoffman funding lawsuits, uh, who's also funding Nikki Haley's campaign, which is just so weird. I understand Nikki Haley and Trump don't like each other, but people need to understand the politics in this thing. And if you like Nikki Haley, fine. Again, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but this is the reality on the ground. So, yeah, they'll keep going after this dude, no question. All right, let me grab a call here. Uh, Janet, what's up? Hi, Casey. Hey. Um, I actually read Ozzy's autobiography, and I just wanted to call in and let you know. Sure he wrote. I'm sure he wrote that. Sitting there clacking away on the table. Oh, he totally wrote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every word, dude. 
<laughs> um, the bat head incident, that was actually an accident. He thought someone threw a toy bat up on the stage. Really? And he said when he, when he bit into it and it popped, like he almost lost it. Like he had to really work to figure out what to do and to follow through. And it like literally defined his career. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You ever okay. like drink like Coke, but you think it's going to be sweet tea or sweet tea, and you think it's going to be Coke, and you're like, oh, what is that? Can you really? imagine? He bites in and he realizes it's like a real bat. Does the does the yeah. sweet tea does the sweet tea struggle in your hand? Aren't you thinking like bring me to the hospital no, right said, away? Yeah. It? Well, no. After the concert, he said he went after the concert, but he said it must have been stunned or something because it wasn't squirming. Oh, well, not anymore. It's not. Yeah, that's what happened with those kittens. I thought somebody threw me a uh, toy kitten. And then I'm like, oh, no. And then, like, a whole litter, I thought there were toys. Was right. Yep, yep. All right. All right. Thanks. Right. Yep. I got confused. These things happen. Oh, that's a very good point. Uh, the irony, of course, is, too, that the uh, total compensation package at the time uh, actually grew, it, the package grew from what was initially approved because the valuation of the company grew 800%. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other uh, ironic thing. I'm sorry, I'm jumping back and forth from uh, beheading bats to uh, uh, a society of disgruntled people who can't get a billionaire to fall in line, so they're going to take him down. Part due. And it's just so in your face, and they just don't care. Uh, what is this? Uh, bus drivers, part-time genres. But I no, no, no. You're absolutely right. But here's the thing: if you need to bus people, uh, John, is it John? John, if you need to bus people, John, um, and you literally can't find bus drivers because you are not paying as much as other part-time jobs then you have to sit there and decide what are you going to do yeah i agree with you i don't know how you would make bus driver full-time job but you still have to be able to compensate enough people enough quality people that they'll drive kids to school if you're going to provide bus service so that's just the reality on the ground bouncing back to uh, that one right there all right, 888-934-7874. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, chat with uh, Mr. Ray Stajic. No, not yet. Okay, all right. Uh, I was going to make that. Is it, It's probably because I called him stupid last hour, but I didn't. I tried. I was going to call his story stupid, and then Ross hit the weather sounder at the right time, and it just was a whole thing. So <laughs> I didn't mean to. Uh, but uh, before the end of the show, let me just give you a, a little quickie here. Um uh, oh, the Stanley Cup insanity. We got ice cream. And where is this? I have this audio. I'm going to do the Kurt Russell audio tomorrow. You're going to want to hear that tomorrow. That's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, the 15-minute cities are back. And if you don't like them, you're, you're a horrible something person, whatever. So things to know. And um, we got a whole little uh, little video on it, right? Imagine a city where everything you need is just a short walk or bike ride away. A place where work, groceries, schools, and parks are all within a 15-minute radius. Well, hey, Which, by the way, sounds very nice if you're somebody who enjoys living in a city. It's nice to be. There's a reason people live in certain parts of cities. And, uh, you know, for those who want to live downtown, uh, obviously, Raleigh, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, you name it. Everybody's just building Durham. 
right? So that is being offered, then people make that choice, and they go live there. But that's that ain't what this is about. And uh, wait till you hear who they decide the real enemy is. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. First, uh, Ray Stajic from the uh, Weather Channel. He is not stupid. Um, no. I thought maybe you were still bad. So. No. Yeah, well, I mean occasionally, but usually that's on weekends. Now I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a very, we had a very nice uh, listener mm-hmm. who um, is wanting to wanting some some straight talk from our weather guy here. And okay. As, uh, her husband passed away, and she's mm-hmm. she's in her home, and the husband used to do a lot of stuff. But one of the things he used to do mm-hmm. was to make sure, based on what's going on temperature wise, when they would leave a little faucet running, a little water running. Sure. Um, uh, so, uh, if you could give us a quick uh, application of that uh, to with the forecast, uh, that would be very helpful for I'm sure everybody actually. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And you know, my rule of thumb may not be what you would hear um, from somebody else, but usually I'd say, you know, what's the obvious? If you're 32 degrees or forecast to be 32 degrees or lower at night, but I really think it's more like when you get mid and low 20s, and especially the teens and lower. Yeah. Um, you know, use that threshold. I think it's really 30 or less. You could never be too safe because there's other things that factor into it. You know, the age of the house, um, a lot of times um, in the older houses, some of the crawl spaces are not insulated. A lot of the pipes run under there. So right. um, I was going to say we ran into this issue uh, in, right. in Wyoming. It was a whole, whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, you have it at, um, you know, my daughter experienced it last year at their apartment complex. These newer they're supposed to be more advanced like buildings, the apartment complexes, which they just throw up. I mean, you know, anytime you're going to be in the 20s, I would certainly, 20s and below, certainly I use a threshold of about 30 degrees. Just just let it drip. I mean, what does it hurt? As long as you remember that it's dripping and that you turn it back right. on or off yeah. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So now, will, now we, will we be greeted with an opportunity to do so? We won't. And in the short term, um, the next five to seven days, we may see temperatures that get close to 32 degrees, but certainly won't need to do that. We are milder this morning by 5 to 10 degrees. Um, there's still some showers hanging um, right around uh, Fort Bragg and down near Rockingham and Fayetteville. Uh, Fayetteville, uh, maybe some spotty showers near Raleigh, but the trend will be better with some sunshine later today, uh, probably low to mid-50s. and Could approach 60 tomorrow. Most of us mid to upper 50s and sunny. Um, we'll have sunny weather for Friday, Groundhog Day, and right through the weekend. The warmest days probably tomorrow and again Friday when Friday we could hit the low 60s and then back into the 50s over the weekend. Probably some rain as we get into early next week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Before I let Ray go, Ross, did that fully address our listeners' question? Oh, completely, yes. Thank you. Okay, good. Because good. Right. she said it to Ross, so I didn't know exactly what she said. All right, very good. Mm-hmm. Thank you so okay. much, sir. And no problem. Let's hope, let's hope nobody has to think about it at all until next year, okay? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yep. All right, we'll talk tomorrow, man. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll come back, chat with Jeff Bellinger next. Hang on. Uh, 8.53 KCO Day radio program. Let's get to your uh, Bloomberg update now. Jeff Bellinger hanging out. Jeff, what's happening? Oh, good morning, Casey. Uh, stock market futures uh, mixed at this hour. The Dow futures are higher. S&P and NASDAQ futures are lower. Private employers are still hiring, but the pace has slowed since the start of the year. ADP out this morning with the report that 107,000 workers were added to payrolls this month, not as many as economists expected. Boeing posted stronger than expected fourth quarter results, but announced it is suspending its guidance for 2024. The company's message to investors 
Masters is that it will focus all of its attention on quality. Boeing says safety has to be its first priority after a panel on an Alaska air jet blew out earlier this month. The Fed wraps up its policy meeting 2 o'clock this afternoon. Economists think interest rates will be left unchanged. They will be very interested in whether central bankers suggest they're leaning toward cutting rates soon. Paramount Global has received a takeover bid. Sources tell Bloomberg Byron Allen is offering to buy all of the outstanding shares of Paramount Global for $14.3 billion. A judge in Delaware agreed with a Tesla shareholder that Elon Musk's pay package at the electric car company is excessive. It's $55 billion. If the ruling is upheld on appeal, it would mean a big bite out of Musk's wealth. It could be a threat to his companies. Tesla is incorporated in Delaware. After that ruling, Musk took to X to indicate he's considering incorporating the company in Texas. And Home Depot has cut some jobs. It has not said to Casey how many workers were laid off or where. A spokeswoman told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution the cuts affected a small number of non-store roles. Casey? So that would be the compensation package 80% of the shareholders voted for, and then one yes. guy can sue? Yes. Wow, man. Okay. Strange days. Thank you, sir. Appreciate okay. it. Okay. Have yep. a good day. All right. There you go. I mean, just think about that. Think of all the W's stacking up there, man. If you if you look at this stuff purely from political, Jean Carroll gets eighty three million. She's she's obviously insane. I obviously, but probably going to sue me. So let me say this: in my opinion, she appears to me to have issues. All you got to do is like watch her or read anything or listen to anything. Remember the Anderson Cooper thing she did back in the day where rape was sexy? And I, I like people, I saw people analyzing this going, look, uh, Donald, the reason is because Donald Trump's deposition is wacky. And that is, it is, it absolutely is. But hers had to be as well. And from what I've seen of it, it is. So you got to figure out, okay, well, where's that divide? And the divide, obviously, location, 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 in a lot of people's opinion. But uh, I do digress. Uh, real quickly, a couple things. The Stanley Cups, you know those? People are willing to beat other people at stores for them. Um, I just found out they have lead in them. Because, of course, they do. Of course, they have lead in them. Here's a, here's a, little, here's a little pro tip for you. When you're buying stuff, and there's a lot of items like this, one of the things that we mentally associate with quality is weight. Right? Think about, think about that. If you pick up something... And it feels solid and and even a little heftier than you thought it was going to be. Chances are we mentally associate that with being of higher quality, and that that holds true in a lot of stuff. It holds true in electronics to some extent, um, but you know things like absolutely, you're going to feel like a good rocks tumbler versus like a plastic tumbler. It just imbues that. So one of the great ways to add weight to a product that also, in this case, provides insular properties, is lead. Now, they want to warn you, you'd, you'd, have to re, you'd have to, if you wanted to access the lead, you'd have to, the bottom part of the cup has to break off or pull off, um, which has been accomplished now several times by people who um, dropped it. But you would never drop your tumbler, so you're probably okay. But yeah, <laughs> you're beating people up for things chock full of lead, man. <laughs> 